All right, ready in Chamesh. Alba, Shalosh, Steim. Let's do some dates on the board. August 12th and 13th, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio at Hilarity East, Minneapolis, Tits, Minnesota, and then Brooklyn, one night in Brooklyn. And uh, I added Detroit, Michigan, uh, 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 September 9th, Detroit, and then Chicago, uh, September 10th. I know you're laughing. Ryan Sickler is with me, and he knows why we're laughing, because we started saying things, and where we've noticed that people say things. How would somebody say Nashville? Nashville? Mash. Mashville. <laughs> I think they would put an M on the front of that. Nat Nash. Out here we laugh because the Mexicans say pizza. They pizza. put an X in there. Pizza. pizza. <laughs> Give me a piece piece of pizza. Pizza Mike. Uh New York, Carolines, November fourth and fifth. And then I go to Biloxi, Mississippi, of all places, November eighteenth. Have you ever been to Biloxi, Mississippi? I have. I've yeah? not to do comedy. I drove <laughs> through it. I drove through it on my way to New Orleans. Okay. I've never done comedy. In Mississippi, I don't think. I've never done comedy in the true south. Alabama, Mississippi. Yeah, I'm trying Louisiana. Birmingham, you've done the Stardome? No. That is wild. So the Stardome, it's like four tiers up. The club is very unique and it's not even a club, it's I guess a theater. Mm -hmm. And it brings in all levels like literally the first floor, the front is like the trailer came out, the trailer (laughs) park people. And then just to everybody, it was wild. You can just I'm see trying the, to think the, the ticket prices stuff. as the tiers go up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got suits up there, huh? <laughs> Bare so feet wild. down here. All right. It was literally, yeah, it was pretty wild. But they're fun. Anyway, with me, Ryan Sickler. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Love you. I um I've always wanted to do a stand-up mm. show like the Blues Brothers with the fence, the, chicken the cage wire. in front. Yeah, go go where to where people could throw shit. Sure, you know? I know the venue. It's um, it's in Portland, not in Portland, but it's in the state of Oregon. And when I did a triple run at the very beginning of my Man. career, I did a show behind Chicken Wire. Did you really? I sure did. Yeah, it exists. And did they throw shit while you were out yes, there? Yes, I've had a beer bottle thrown at me, yeah. but uh, that was fun. And um, we're back in LA. Isn't that neat? I did not address that. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're here. We're we're here for for uh, eight weeks to get out of the heat of Tejas, and um, it's good being back here. I miss it. I miss. I miss the, you. I, I, the grandeur. I really do. I don't ever get I to see you, you anymore. Why don't you? I, move to I get Texas? to go to because I have a child here. So, <laughs> yeah, our parents didn't care. They went. Your dad, my dad, just like so. Come on, bring my dad the, left for good, yeah. like forever good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm gonna move just out of here off the planet <laughs> okay no i'll tell you my dad didn't my dad stayed near me actually to his credit he always lived within 15 minutes uh so that's good that's i mean where i am i'm like 10 to 12 yeah. minutes it's like what you need to be and in la that's quite a feat i yeah. mean that's that means you know how hard real estate is here so who are you, you telling you found <laughs> who are you telling <laughs> you found a spot like yeah yeah, so you, how old is Stella now? She's seven now. Dang, and Ellis is six. Mm-hmm. Julian is about to turn four. Four. Big difference, I imagine, between six and seven, because I'm watching Ellis change so much. Yeah, I'm starting to see more independence and wanting to be, like, I'll do it. Yeah. Let me do it, you know, shit like that. Um, we just went to Ocean City, Maryland for a family vacation which I haven't been, and there's no easy way to get in there. You're either flying into Baltimore or Philly, and then it's the same distance to drive down. So we went into Philly. We drove down to hang out with cousins and stuff, and um, we go to the inlet, and there's this haunted house ride. And all day she's telling her cousins that, she, yeah, I want to, let's do the haunted house. And I hear her <laughs> saying, I'm like, oh, this is cute. You know, and she's hyping up because she don't want to be like, I don't yeah, want to do it, you know, because yeah, they're older. And um, You said older. And then at the. You said older. 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 How do you say it? Older, 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 isn't that what I said? How do you say milk? Milk with an I, not an E. Yeah, okay, sorry. Good I, don't mil- I don't milk it. Milk it. Yeah. Milk those titties. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> We're like 50. 
isn't that funny? And we're like, milk those titties. Ah. Listen, that's, I hope we are yeah. the new generation of, you're 50, you have to be a certain way. Fuck your way, man. Yeah. Fuck Gen X goes hard. Way. Yeah, way we don't give you. a fuck. We're the first gangster rap generation yeah. when we're old enough to be listening to that. Like, yeah. you know, we invented the internet, bro. Mm-hmm. Gen X did. We're not sensitive. Sorry, but so so she got, did she go, did she do it? The haunted, right? So she came right? to me later today. She goes, if that day, she's like, if I don't <laughs> want to do it, they'll have to do it. I got no, you don't have to do it. But then she sat in between both of her cousins and rolled through it and just kept doing it, yeah. kept doing it. So I'm starting yeah. to see more of that, like battling fear. Yes. And, um, being more aggressive in sports and not so, um, you know, yeah. nervous or tentative. You know, Can I tell you that. what I do? So the cool thing about watching the younger boy with the older boy is that, um, for instance, I got, I get them, uh, they had this fucking crazy bounce house i got on amazon yeah hot tip for the parents listening if you want to buy yourself fucking hours of freedom i'm gonna get it now dude invest they're like three hundred dollars the top tier is like five or six hundred dollars okay and i know that sounds a lot but it's worth every penny so it's inflatable it's big as shit there's a water slide and then water like you hook the hose up to it and it's just a water park in your backyard basically yeah the so, backyard I don't have. <laughs> oh, we'll be out my park yard. Day. I got a tandem parking Damn space, though. So we're about to trick it out, motherfucker. We're about to trick it out. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I got a spigot right over yeah, there no, by it, too. I'm going to hook well, it up. You think the hose? I mean, that's prime time at our house. Yeah. All we need is a hose to keep that three year old. Sprinkler. That's all we Fuck care yeah. about. Dude, I got them a slip and slide yep. and watch them fuck each other up. The point is, you have to climb up a steep ass ladder on this thing, and then they jam down the slide and at first the three-year-old was like oh i don't know and then but he watches his brother who's a cannonball and fearless and he's like and now julian is like face first yeah yeah Yeah. and we were at like a neighbor's house in texas and they had a water slide there too and he was just like fuck you like he was the only three-year-old on that thing the rest were like nine ten-year-old boys and he was just like double bird like running up and i was like that's what's up so if you, it's the same thing with anything. I feel like with comedy, if you hang out with bad comedians, you get bad. If you hang out with people better than you, yeah. you rise. And that's what I'm seeing with my it's kids. The truth. You let them get reckless. You let them. That's dude. That's pretty much like oh, what holy we shit. have, dude. It's so rad. Yeah, man. Get this shit on Amazon. Might be and- too wide for my parking space. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if you set this up in your apartment complex? I should. You kind of could by the you- pool. Do you have grass? The parents would thank you so they much. They would, really. They'd be like, Especially did you rent this? I'm like, I bought this motherfucker. <laughs> Don't worry, y'all. The whole summer, we're getting... Everybody's rotating on lifeguard duty, too. Hell yeah. Yeah, you just let them go nuts. Mm-hmm. But even, like, I encourage... Like, I'm teaching Ellis to swim in the ocean this summer. That's my mission. And I want him to, like, really become a little badass. We, I just did that, too. Yeah? And it was funny. We were at the ocean, so I'm teaching her about the undertow and yep. tide and everything. Yep. And I told her, you know, when you look back where you are... And in Ocean City, it's condos galore. I'm like, you find a spot on the beach. And then as you're playing, you'll realize when you look up, like, holy shit. And then you'll be like, it's down there. And then you get out and you walk back up to that area. Like, always have a point on land. And we we weren't too close to this pier that they had a little ways, but... A lot of kids kept swimming. You would see the lifeguards. I was showing her how they communicate with flags and talk yeah. to one another. Blown with, and we saw three people get pulled out in two days. Because of like a rip Yeah, when you get closer to that, um, oh, that so pier scary. that goes out, it just gets way aggressive. And, yeah. and it, people don't realize it's just pulling them slowly. Yep. And, and, they know, and then you look over and you're right there you're like, fuck. It, but isn't the ocean such a wonderful metaphor for life? What you just said. If you fucking fall into that rip current and you let life take you, it's such a, the ocean, I think, is the greatest teacher. You can't turn your back on it because if you do, that bitch is going to get you. And the waves are going to come at you. And what are you going to do? You're going to fucking be a pussy and run? No, you better stand and you address that wave. You crash, dive you right go under that in. motherfucker, right through it. Yeah. And yeah. I told my son this morning, I go, because we were at the beach this morning, and I go, listen, the ocean's not for everybody because uh, people are pussies and they're scared of life. I go, son, you and me, we're savages. That's it's why we're true. up here at six in the morning wearing fucking wetsuits. I'm going to teach you to be a savage. I did. I swear to God, I used the, I didn't say pussy, but I did say you and I are savages. <laughs> I go, we ain't scared of shit. That's why we're here right now. And I'm going to teach him to fucking go. Yeah. You got to teach him. Life, life will eat. Listen, I know that the, and I think it's very commendable that this Gen Z, I've been doing a deep dive on the, on the TikToks and like, but on their side of things, sorry. I've been not the weirdo stuff. 
they're so compassionate and they're really, really, really trying to create a world that everybody feels seen and heard and, and loved in. I think that's really commendable. Um, but I don't know. Good Life, luck to you. Good, <laughs> <laughs> good luck to you. Good luck to you. I know. Let's live in a world with no negative comments <laughs> and where no one makes good balabaga luck. That's what you. they want. And But you know what? Shit, they might achieve it. I mean, look, if you would have said to me in 1950, there might, I don't know, women will be able to run, become vice president or something. You might be like, hilarious. Women are cum dumpsters. They clean my house. They just raise kids, you idiot. So I don't know. But yeah, but I don't, I think to get the rest of the world on board. Well, listen, let's talk about, can we talk about the rest of the world for a minute? Because (laughs) I don't want to get political, but as a country, we just had our first vice president. I know. Be a lady. Other countries have had female presidents. Isn't that funny? Several of them. I know. And and monarchs. And, and we're talking about now the world will know. The world does motherfucking that's so know. The world's been knowing. We're the only idiots over here. We still don't have a president, by the way. We still have not had a woman take the top position yet. We got a number two up in there. I know. In 2020, fucking two, we are. I know. There are other. I feel I, I'm, I'm wrong a lot, but I feel like there have been some female leaders who've already been assassinated. We don't even have one that's had a, had a shot taken at her yet. You know <laughs> like, what I like mean? In like in the Philippines or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. I know. And it's wild because even in like the Middle Ages, they had female leader, queens. Queens. The most successful runs. The Victorian era was the most successful. The Elizabethan age was the most successful. Um, and then even this broad, this old bag is uh, still alive. <laughs> I really love her. She's like got the second longest reign. Like pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Pretty great. To hold the, the crown anyway. But we right, talk about how right. so pro funny. US, like you can't tell women what to do and cover their bodies and all that. But now over here, you can't have an abortion. I know. Right? It's so you funny. You can't be president. Until you can, you can't. I know. Show me that we can have a female president in this country. What do you think is oh gosh, I I mean I I don't know. What is is it because we're such a such a young country? Like we're new? Yeah, we're only two hundred. You're with me on this. I firmly believe this. I say this all the time. The United States is the teenager of the globe of yeah, our world, we and are we act like so it. True. We're young. We're dumb. We're full of cum. <laughs> we're telling everybody <laughs> what so to true. do. We're in everybody's fucking business it's all the time. So Double true. middle fingering over we're here. Such assholes. When we yeah. should be listening to the grandparents, like Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the ancient. Yeah. Orient and things right. like that. Are you allowed to even say that? I don't know no. if you're allowed to say that. Don't I'm bleep it though. Because I think you are allowed to say. Uh, I didn't say. I didn't put an AL on it. I said the Orient, <laughs> and I think that's. An, I think you're allowed to say. Hold on, uh, Are we allowed to refer to the place as the Orient? Can you put? Can you, can you Google no. ancient? But if you can put add add the adjective agent ancient in front of it. Can you then say it? Because if you can't, you can, there it is. Boom. Okay. There it is. I'm it. all right. Woo. Yeah. I mean, Woo. listen, the worst thing you can be accused of in today's world is to Just be. trying to make Gen Z happy. Oh, yeah. The, the only thing, you, you, the worst thing you can be accused of is mean. That's online. If you're mean, that's number one, uh, baddie. Number two is, ra- no, or racist. I think being racist is, is worse than being a meanie. But I, those, I think they go hand in hand. That's true. I don't know any nice racists. That's so true. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? We're really blowing minds today, right? Man, you and I me love together. Linda. She hates Asians. <laughs> she hates Asians. Look at us. We're doing it. I love Linda. Yeah. I, love I love Linda. Linda. Linda's a good Yeah, are there woman. any hates nice? Asians. Will not let an Asian She's come like, to her house. She's like, goddamn <laughs> Orientals. And she hands you like a cookie. <laughs> yeah. But these are fortune cookies. I made them myself. But I thought you didn't like... <laughs> That's the kind of shit they do. I, I remember telling Tom one time, I used to tailgate at the Ravens games, and there would be grown white trash men walking around wearing Ray Lewis jerseys, Ed Reed jerseys, dropping the N-bomb. Are these black players? Sorry, I don't know these yeah, names. Yeah, those are black players' oh, no. jerseys. And they're walking around dropping the N-bomb. And I'm like, no. you understand that you, you're wearing... Yeah, but not him. I'm like, okay. See, that, right, that's, got that is, I feel that that is uniquely American, is that... that that idea of like, well, these are the, these are the, you know, uh, the, there's this delineation. Yeah. How interesting. We're, we're so behind the times because we are, yeah. we're the teenager of the world. Absolutely. And, are. and we're materialistic. We're we don't just listen like, to anybody. No, we don't. We're fucking idiots. Well, I think some of that too is being geographically isolated. Like we are not part of can like um you know the the EU and stuff. Where the rest a, of the world. The rest of the world. Yeah. The rest of the world's Europe over there. Asia. 
you know. That's because our country, and again, people, we're still so new. People don't, if you, all you have to do is study history, read what the Statue of Liberty says. Give me, you're tired, you're weak, you're poor, you're crippled, you're fucking idiots. <laughs> you're ugly, you're, you're criminals, fats. you're rapists. Give me all of you're them. Racist. Bring them over here. Yeah, give me your racist. That's what we said. Bring them here. Back in those times, back That's when they so when they true. made dogs like the Cavalier King Charles yeah. Spaniel just to yeah. warm their pussy. We yeah. talked about <laughs> yeah, yeah. you talk about yeah. real power is yeah. making an animal to warm your fucking pussy. Like that's power. Wait, okay? but you bring up sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, like the the you know, Louis the Fourteenth, all these people, when you were a fucking piece of shit in <laughs> France, they were like, send them to the Americas. That was the dumpster. <laughs> that is so you true. You know what I mean? The that's colonies. Where they sent yeah, it was it was and punishment. Then people that's built so fucking true. families here. That yeah. is so it's true. It's gonna be a minute before this place gets its shit together. That's so true. Yeah. You're Good right. luck, Gen Z. I hope it is you guys. <laughs> I hope it is you guys. But it's true because you're right. It was send them to the colonies. Mm-hmm. And same with Australia. They sent prisoners to Australia. So like Australia and America are built up of basically people that didn't want to pay taxes. Yes, were prisons. That were like, prison. yeah. Like, fuck that. We ain't fuck the queen. That shit. We ain't follow no rules. Think about that though, right? Like, <laughs> fuck your taxes, man. We're going to go across the ocean. We're going to start a whole new thing over there. And then they did. <laughs> But, but here's the worst part. Not even the fun people, the Puritans. Right. So then these motherfuckers came here and just worked super hard. And then they're like, night, night. Like they don't even party. They don't even uh, let their pussies hang out and, right. and like the French and live and fuck. So our whole ethos is based on this puritanical nonsense. Yeah. Put your which titties is, away. Get your gun. No abortion. Get out there and yeah. fight. So yeah. we like guns. We don't like abortion. All this non fun. And that's interesting parallel to Gen Z because on the one hand, they're like the hippies, right? They're actually like the boomers in that they want peace and love, right? That's what mm-hmm. the hippies, the hippies became the boomers, correct? Like, yeah, that's they're the boomers same. now, yeah. Right, so when they were younger, they were like, we're gonna change the world, everybody's equal, and but they had fun. They were like, let's do a bunch of drugs, Tune in, turn on, drop out. Let's fuck so much fuck. that the next generation <laughs> might have some new shit called AIDS. <laughs> Literally, yes. Passed us a brand new fucking disease. But this generation's not having that kind of fun. And I think it's because of like the pandy, right? There's partial to that. But like their whole thing is to who can have the least fun? Who can be the least fun is their fun. Not also. It's so crazy. Not to sound like old white people, but even now it's not safe to do drugs anymore. That's it is literally crazy. not safe to do what cocaine do you mean? anymore. Oh, I heard with the, it's laced with fentanyl. Everything, but not just cocaine. It's the pill, the Percocets. All mm. these pills are being my yummy yummies. stepped on. Yeah, <laughs> they're being stepped on. So back in the 70s, you roll yeah, in a fucking yeah. d- a club yeah. and you're banging a line <laughs> off of some bar from a stranger. Now you're yeah. dead if you do that shit. I know. Isn't that terrible? It's crazy how you literally cannot do. That's why weed is Ugh. the answer. It'll always weed be is the, the answer, answer to everything. It will always be. And I thought I used to think that LSD was until I saw this um, story on TikTok. <laughs> This guy this on TikTok. This, wait, TikTok this is where you get all my TikTok news from. turned you off to LSD. Bro, <laughs> listen. Like, I did a lot of LSD in high school. You and did? Co- I did. I a mean, lot? for me, a lot. Yeah. It formed my brain, yeah. and, which explains a lot now. So anyway, um, this poor motherfucker was being interviewed, and he was wearing, like, a Phantom of the Opera mask to hide his identity. It was in Britain. He's like, oh, um, I accidentally spilled the entire bottle of LSD on me. And he's like, how many hits is that? He's like, it's equivalent to 400 hits of acid. And he's like, and he's like, how how long have you been high? He's like, four years approximately. No. Yo, find that it's on Vice's um, Instagram. It, I'm sorry, TikTok. It is wild. And he's like, I see, I see everything in fractals right now. And then they like do this effect that you can see how he sees. Four is, years. Bruh, bruh, wild. I've always heard of this story uh, about TikTok. a guy who had a bunch of acid in his pocket, like sheets yes. he was going to sell, and then it the rained. sprinklers went off. Or some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought that was bullshit, but yeah. it spilled on him? LSD, and it's it's in their um, TikTok Four feed right now. Years? Yeah, he's like, I've basically been on... He's got a fucking... Uh, I went to a festival. The Phantom of the Opera, man. Some acid. Oh, here he is. And ended up years. spilling a bottle on myself. So you absorbed it through your skin? And I drank quite a bit of it. So how much... <laughs> I drank quite a bit of it. There's a difference. Oh, 40 times. 40 times. That's a lot of hits. Literally tripping. 
eight or nine months after the incident, visually to the point where it was difficult to do things, honestly, in fractals. Visual snow, exactly like an old school telly with just a black and white fuzz, and that covers your entire vision. And are you seeing that right now? High. You, you, you fried feel your like brain. Drugs, but everything looks That's like your TV short circuit right. in the black so and white fuzz. Just the you know what I mean? This is psychedelics the, have lasted yeah, since you It's been four years now. Four years. This guy's been tripping on acid. You wouldn't want to live like that. For, but you're right. He goes, I spilled it on me. Actually, I drank it. Yeah, like, well, I drank what is quite it? a bit of it, he said. <laughs> well, well, there's a big well, difference. No, so it spilled, it spilled and then I opened my mouth. And then it spilled into my mouth and the rest was on my lapel. Yeah. Fuck that fuck but weed i agree is a better alternative to doing hardcore hallucinogenics well, and just, ketamine i really enjoy ketamine you I'm really s- i'm just scared of all of it i always have been though yeah i look from if you're from maryland around my age um in the 80s <laughs> there was a college basketball player named len bias and he was as good as jordan in college he was going to the celtics he was drafted um yeah first round their top pick and then, like two days later, he goes back to college to finish up everything, does some cocaine, and uh-huh. dies. <gasps> dies. And that was our say no to drugs because everyone there was a like. Imagine Wait. growing up in Carolina and it's Jordan in college and he dies. But like, did he? Did he OD or yeah, like he, he OD, just took it, too much? He OD. That was an. And that's the other thing. I I have. Fuck. I feel sorry for a lot of people. A good friend of mine's daughter, um, she got some fentanyl a couple <gasps> of years ago. And I'm not trying to sound funny when I say this, but she went and got a what I would say was a responsible amount of cocaine. She right. got a little bit to, to keep the night going. She was actually going back to her grandmom's place to stay the night, to take care of her in the morning. Just got a personal little bump, and it was stepped on, and it killed her. Um, so I've been talking to my daughter already, who's seven, about fentanyl and drugs i just mm. had a whole conversation Smart. with her about marijuana i admitted to her that i smoke it oh i told her that it's medicine i told her you can eat it you can smoke it i told her that uh, my doctor prescribed it and he knows about it um i explained to her what cbd is and that not everything you smoke is bad but some is horrible for you you know she knows my neighbor smokes cigarettes i'm like do you know i smoke she's like yeah i know i seen you on the balcony she said one night <laughs> I go, okay, and I explained to her, like, what it is. Um, I explained to her what fentanyl, because I just, I feel like this shit's getting, coming young for the younger and younger. Know, like, already in middle school, she's going to be in fifth grade like that. And I want I her to know. say no to that shit. Say like, nope to know? dope. And it's no, not no even because I want her to get, don't want her to get addicted. Right now, I don't want you to die from one fucking, I, I mean, a, you know. So I had to explain to her, because my friend comes to visit us, and. I ask him about his daughter and you know she's like what happened and so I'm honest with her I'm not going to lie to her about it. No you should scare you should scare the shit out yes. of them and tell and them And that's what worked for me. Same, so yeah. it's never been I've I've done we you know shrooms I've had ecstasy a couple times but it doesn't really work on me. Yeah them. me too. I've d- I've done it twice and I guess I got didn't... booty, you know. Yeah I think I got two bad things yep. too. I was never like this is amazing. Right. But I was always scared of acid, coke, yeah, heroin, any of that shit yeah, like I pills scared. You did? Mm-hmm. You smoked it accidentally. Mm-hmm. What's in that? In high mean? school. What? what Someone told me it was pot and it wasn't pot. What happened to you? I got really relaxed. And I was watching the Easy Stitch commercial. That's <laughs> how I was really, truly. I, I mean, thought you were going to say you freaked out shit, but you well, it was great. It. it was the best day of my life. No, I'm just, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm still smoking heroin every day. <laughs> no. Uh, Mm. Well, that's, it, I mean, look, we're not new to this shit. It goes back to, you know, what was it? The know, Rolling I, Stone song, Mother's Little Helper. Yeah, you know, they yeah. all talked about the ladies popping speed back in the day. Didn't even yeah. realize it was what they were really doing. You know, they're getting prescribed pills and stuff. And boom, boom, boom. Next thing well, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, look, to to live a drug-free life. I mean, I, I was doing something. I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like, are you on anything? I was like, I'm on Lexapro. And he's like, oh, sames. And I was like, look, if you are not on antidepressants or some form what of milligram are you on? Uh, 10, I just that's, do a little, just a little thumb. That's what I'm on too. <laughs> but if I've been thinking about seeing what 20 will do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, look, the last three years have been so hard just oh. uh, for everybody like COVID and, and wasn't life. it when like, you and I not? talked, I believe it was you that told me you did some research sure. and it was 2020. The pandemic year was like. Yeah. One of the worst years in to history. be alive in history. In human history. There are some articles that came out. I'm not sure 
Like, yeah, but even they were, if it's in the top twenty, it's like that's top insane. 10. Because yeah. every year of the sixteen hundred should be before anything we're in. You know what I mean? Every year of the seventeens, eighteens, yeah. all of that should you're, be. You're covered There should in be dirt. no two in front of any of the top ten worst years ever. Ever. Yeah, I know. I think about it all the time. The like, dark ages, yeah. and you're telling me that this was one of the top. Even if it's a top one hundred, it blows me away. Every time I take a shit in my toilet. <laughs> lovingly what sprays my asshole with warm water i thank god that i was born in this era because mm-hmm. i think about the middle the middle ages a lot like dude or when my kids get sick they have an ear infection there was no fucking penicillin back then Nothing. you just blew your eardrum yeah. out you got a toothache guess what we're pulling your tooth out put today. a patch on that ear motherfucker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's that like, gonna do nothing yeah your kid would just die, die. from fevers There's... you would just die <laughs> also let's not forget about us back oh, then. long dead we're, yeah long dead 35 you're dead i wouldn't even think and just let's go back to the civil war wait you want me to line <laughs> up with a bunch of other dudes i don't know with a sword and walk towards somebody and then stab them like fuck that there's gonna be muskets coming right at us while we're all doing yeah fuck fuck that that walking to i don't even get to hide and shoot somebody i gotta walk right at them <laughs> that's fuck right those that. old battle yeah. like just walking toward like they're brave so, hearts yeah, like, uh, like that there's shit. gotta be a better about? way i know i'm gonna hide over here and shoot at people <laughs> but that was such an efficient way to war the 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 brave heart way like okay everybody fuck each other up by the way that's the guy to be if you're gonna be anybody's the bugle on the horse he don't have to do shit he just ride next to everybody like about to die, motherfucker. Ain't gonna see most of you at the dinner tonight. And then he circles off. He's off in the hill. Are you allowed to shoot the bugler? Because I think there are certain people that are off limits. Like you can't do the kings. I don't know what the real rules are. I wonder what the rules of the rules of engagement are for for that time. I'd be in the. Why are you playing with that horn in your tent, Ryan? You'll see, motherfucker. Try to get this goddamn battle. Every night I'd just be working on that. I'd be like, don't worry, just guys. To get out of the I'll village. Be right, I'll be yeah. right up front with you. To, <laughs> I, to the first one of you stabbed. <laughs> I know. Like Game of Thrones, I've started Fuck to get that. that. And it was like your aspiration as a boy was to grow up to be a great warrior and then get killed at 25. And you're just like, God, what a life, man. What a fucking and life. And here we are popping Lexapro in our you know, late Boo-hoo 40s. Yeah. <laughs> Getting my I just ass got a pedicure yesterday with my daughter. Toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I got a pedicure. She's getting a mani pedi. I get uh, a pedicure, and I'm getting a fucking calf massage. It was out of this world. You don't life. get that in the 1600s. What a life! Isn't that amazing? I know. You know, in so many ways, like middle age is so great because you're you're over so many of the awful hurdles of your 20s and 30s you've sorted your life out if you've done it <laughs> if you've made decisions like you're you're sorted you know you're like all right i had a kid i had two kids i know where i live i know what the mortgage is or whatever the fuck like you you, you figured things out mm-hmm. so that's nice to have that piece assembled well, I um I went and did things that my dad never had done, my family had never done, and also probably because they didn't have enough money at the time either. But instead of just pissing money away, I've took some of my money and I went and got life insurance for my daughter. Nice. I went and got a living will and trust, so it doesn't get Huge. hung up in court for years. Huge. And by the time they get it, it's you know everyone's taken their chunk out of it, and now there's nothing left. You know, so. I did all that, started a a fund for her. So I've done what I can do. Like as a dad, I've done my paperwork side of this thing in the equation. I just put that money there. I was like, I, I've been living without it for so fucking long. I might as well just make sure it goes over there and does something. Yeah. Something happens. So I, I took care of that. Good. That's so adult. The yeah. Honeydew podcast, by the, the way. The Honeydew. If I didn't mind. Oh, wait, I'm over here. I'm going to give you that why, though. In case you keep smiling. <laughs> the Honeydew. <laughs> Subscribe to the Honeydew podcast. <laughs> Uh, but it's funny because I think about like what I want to teach my boys. What is it? What is the nugget? What's the magic pill? And it ain't getting good grades. It's nope. not about being a docile student and an obedient student. Straight A student. That ain't gonna. That's not what. There's a lot makes of you, miserable motherfuckers right. at Harvard. That's right. And it's not gonna make you a successful human. I mean, there's you know. So I think about it. Like, what are the lessons? And I. I I love resilience. I think that's like a number one. It's a like number one. get up, do it again. Get up and do it again. again and again. hustle. 
hustle. heart and hustle are, and yeah. those are things like when you look at sports and you, I know you're not a sports person, but when you watch certain players get drafted and stuff, there's one thing that you can't measure and it's hustle and heart. You just, oh. there's no, I don't know if it's, what is it? Quantitative number to put on it. You know, you can run this fast, you can jump this high, you can bench press this much, but are you lazy? That's everything. Are you fucking lazy? You know, when you listen in our world, God, that's I remember everything. meeting comedians coming up and they're like, I've done three shows this month. <laughs> and I was like, month? And then you start to realize as yeah. time goes on, like, oh, oh, what you think hard work yeah. is and what I think hard work yes. is are two completely different fucking things. It's 100% So true. heart, hustle, resilience. But I also genuinely believe in being a good person, yeah. being kind, loving, yeah empathy you know that goes sympathy number one. if you've been through it like just be a, a good person i don't care if you're a good student yeah it doesn't mean you're a bad shit. person yeah you know but you're right the lazy shit man that is that's like it. that, that is everything that just sitting around like mm-hmm. uh, no oh. figure it out that's the other figure thing i tell my daughter out. all the time be a problem solver figure it out figure well, it the like, fuck out it's so funny because in my family the whole thing was avoiding problems. Life is, pro- oh, life is problem. Avoid, no problem. I want to go on vacation so I don't have to have problems. And it's like, well, that way of thinking is backwards because in, in that mindset, life is utopia. We were in the Garden of Eden and then something bad happens and you're no longer in the Garden of Eden and let's correct it. It's like, well, no, dude, that's not life. Life is constant um, challenges and suffering and it's mitigating and managing suffering and to expect it to come and not be surprised and then to deal with it properly. Meaning like you're going to have grief a lot in life. And the older you get, you'll lose more people, more things, and you will grieve even more. So like grieve the loss and then get, you know, get, get balanced again. I think is, and I wish I'd learned that from my folks. I'd have learned that in therapy. <laughs> That's what I was going to tell yeah. you, you know we and a lot of people out there are at a disadvantage because I also believe we're the first generation trying to break these cycles. A thousand percent. I know that as a man, Tom, myself, I believe we're the first generation of dads. The really, I love you dads. Yeah. Hugs, affection, (laughs) not you. I cry in front of my daughter. You know what I mean? It's none of that um, machismo bullshit where you, you know, love you too pat you on the back bullshit i think we're very uh dads today are very loving i see a lot of dads out there more dads these days than i did when i was a kid at sports and shit you know yeah um but i also feel like the situation you went through growing up me too not having parents after 16 i really do feel like it is i I felt it for a long time it's been a 10-year setback in certain things like my my street educate i feel like i have a master's in street (laughs) education you know what i mean like the school hard knocks in life i've got my master's my doctorate whatever yeah Yeah. but regular (laughs) shit me too yeah i'm still on the short bus you know what i mean i'm like oh we we get christina all right stop to get christina fucking idiot like that's why we have these pajitsky effects they're just common sense things like and but they're just things that i'm i was raised kind of a wolf so like mm-hmm. i wasn't raised the like streets raised me yeah they I was, did i'm not sense no i'm a fucking idiot in a lot of ways so i do have to learn these really basic things that most people know and tom's been really good about teaching me like no this is how you act you fucking idiot you feral you feral creature yeah, I'm, you know? a, I'm, I'm with your husband quite a bit <laughs> in places that i do not feel like i belong yeah of you know course. what i mean i'm like what how do we use a fork in here yeah <laughs> you don't turn it over and you don't do that you don't slide that fork through your teeth so people can hear it okay oh lips i use my lips yeah okay. yeah totally so yeah. many stupid things but just like money oh, no that's one's ever huge. taught me just in the last few years i'm being educated about money you Mm. know it was always save it but okay that's if you had it to save i never had it it was live check to check figure out how to budget that and you know when i worked for uh ups shout out to ups baltimore primary one avenue um when i was a supervisor this is in my early 20s they paid you once a month oh no yeah and imagine being in your early 20s trying to figure out how to budget you just get this check like you're like yeah and then you're like oh shit i still got three more weeks off this money you know that that really 
put things into perspective for me too. Uh, but I never realized how to have my money make money for me. I never had money no. in stocks or four hundred one k. None of that shit. No. None of it. So I'm so far behind when it comes to things like you say. Like other people may even take for granted. Their parents might have started a account for them or whatever. Or you know? even so, I came from a poverty mentality. Like, um, yeah, hold on to everything. You never know when it's going to go. That's you right. got scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. If it fell off a truck, whatever, we're <gasps> yeah. looking the other way. <laughs> yeah. I used to steal things. My mother would be like, put that in your bag. Put this in a pocket. Oh. Like forks and <laughs> knives and good I'm knives and stuff. encouraging you. Yeah. So... <laughs> Put yes. it in your a bag. thousand percent. I would steal really? butter knives if yeah. they were super nice. She would make me steal them. Yeah. So uh, or sugar, sugar too. Like why pay for that? Um, so I, I'd educate myself too. And I, before we had money, I would read about rich people. So there's a there's a great book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's one of these old timey books, but totally fucking accurate. Um, rich dad, poor dad. I know that guy ended up going bankrupt, but. Nah. Yeah, Rich the irony is, um, but that was a great book in that he always said you should pay yourself first. So when you get your paycheck, you put 10% into your savings, you pay off your stuff and then pay back creditors and all this shit. Like, don't think that, but then there's also uh, the emotional stuff that people have around money. And I think that's more important than any of the other practical stuff. I think there's an assumption when you don't have money, which you and I didn't have a ton of growing up, is like rich people are bad. Uh, they are inherently they're sh they're shitty people, and and there's some noble thing about being poor and broke. We're better than them, and you should hate rich people. And I'll, and now I'm like, wait, why is that? That doesn't make any like. There's shitty rich people, yeah, but there's shitty poor people there's too. Plenty of shitty poor people. Yeah. they're in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm related to some of them. <laughs> yeah, but but, but like, again, you said. Give me your fucking scumbags yeah, of the your world. Bags, here yeah. we are. That's so true. You know what I mean? Here you know what's they so are. funny? On the way here, I drove by Cupid's Hot Dogs. Um, and that's where Cupid's. I used to have dinner uh, with my dad. Every like once a week, at least, a Cupid's chili dog with mustard. And I was like, Phew. I almost started crying because I'm like, talk about, you know, your humble beginnings of like driving through the 818 and just seeing all this shit that you're like, I never thought I would get past this right you don't even you, you dream of it but you don't think that you're going to get past it you don't it just happens it well it slowly happens it slowly happens it over slowly 20 happens. years but you have to <laughs> yeah over 20, 20 years, years of grinding 20 years of grinding sweating and crying um, i do the same thing every time i go home my grandmom's house is not far from uh the airport and i go and i go right by the front of her house and then i drive up the <laughs> alley and i look at it from the back and then I go take my daughter and we get pizza at the place where I used to go with my dad and my grandmother. <laughs> pizza mine. Sorrento's of Arbutus. We hey. go there and grab a slice. Uh, and then, you know, that was that was our spot. It was, you could feed a family Sorrento's? of four. It was called Sorrento's of Arbutus. Italian? Yeah, a little pizza spot. Yeah, I think I fucking, wait, where is this? There's a bunch of Sorrento's. In, okay, that's why so I'm like. This is in Maryland. Yeah, oh, in oh, okay, okay. I'm like, Baltimore I've County. been there, Ryan. Arbutus, shout out to Arbutus. <laughs> and um, it was... Um, you know, you can get a large pizza for like six bucks back then, and you're feeding the whole family. And there was pinball and video games. That was like our Friday fucking night. My dad, my grandmom, and us. Like your cupids. That was ours. Yeah. And then my dad would always like get the pizza cut in double slices. So you think <laughs> mathematically, like, oh, I'm getting four motherfucking pizzas. <laughs> and I'm dumbass later. I'm like, I'm getting two motherfucking pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but, but too, it is a. So rich people don't grow up thinking the same way we do. Like, rich people teach their children about money. They yeah. talk about money, and there's no... They're around people with money. Uh -huh. Other people have money, educate them about different avenues of money. Yep. There's different connections through these different people yep. here. Yeah, And it's not about, like, oh, you earn a paycheck, and then you pay down stuff. It's, like, how to make money, and then you get checks in the mail from that money. That's how rich people think. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is, like, other level. This it wasn't is until not... the pandemic that I shifted my mind from... All right, stop working jobs and create revenue streams. That's how rich people think, right. what you just said. And it's the truth. That's and how and they the do funny it. thing is, I grew up in a junkyard working in a junkyard, <laughs> okay? And I apply, this is how I apply my, <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. my education to today's world, yeah. okay? Yeah. You grow up in a junkyard, and yes, that fucking Range Rover over there is, is 
trashed, but the transmission's still good. Yeah. The fucking tailgate's still good. So we're going to part that out. Okay. Yep. Well, as a comedian over 20 years, we all have these parts of things. So then you start clipping them out and using this three minutes of that 20 minute set that's good and this and this. And then you're building content. And then content starts creating revenue streams and boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, you got a clips channel and you got a this and a this. And you're getting demonetized by YouTube all the fucking time. <laughs> and they won't yeah. tell you why. Yeah. Uh, but that was the shift that that really hit for me was, all right, don't go get another job. Figure out how to create another revenue stream. Yeah. And so far. And well, so you're so doing, you're killing it, man. Like but that, but that's the lesson I want to teach my kids. And I think the next generation, this is for like, not just for us, but for people listening, like, I don't know if you, if sending your kid to college is the I answer anymore. Just had this conversation with her mom. Like, she's like, well, I'd like to start a, a fund. And I was like, look, I don't know, unless you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, something that you have to go to college to for to degree, do this, yeah. then, then that's part of the curriculum. Then yeah. But if you're going to go work for yourself, man, fuck college. I know. Fuck a $100,000 debt that you're going to be paying back the rest of your life. I know. When you went and chased your fucking dream. But also, like, it is a different world. There's 10 and 11-year-old kids opening shit up on the internet and fucking making six figures. And you can. You can. Your kid Oof. today could make six figures without ever having to put their face body or anything i don't want my kid auditioning for people and being, you're just not like fuck that mm -mm. i don't want them around people no, like that none of that that's but, work and you don't need to be online looking like a fucking debutante and all that fucking shit either you can go do what unboxing who knew <sighs> who knew watching someone open some shit people would just fucking <laughs> I know. 20 million i'll never get that no i'll never get that it's a it's a, an entirely different universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. And that's why I'm thinking, like, I can't teach my children the particulars of this world because I'm not simply, I'm, I don't inhabit the world that they do. I just don't. But I can teach them the proper structures with which to think. And I do know that my parents, what they did have, which was amazing, was the fucking chutzpah of, like, we're going to escape communism. Let's get the fuck out of that's here. That's what I'm talking and about. And that... Heart yeah dog and the work ethic of like we're gonna come to the fucking valley and we're gonna start this thing and i'm gonna bit that stuff that stuff is what is taught the skeleton of of like well listen figure it out <laughs> you want to get from here to here dude all right what solved. i don't know what the next step is but you better believe i'm gonna fucking figure it out and we, we have so much information at our fingertips now like and i teach my kids that too like if ellis is like <laughs> Uh, what do crabs eat? I was like, I don't know. Let's ask fucking Siri. What what do crabs eat? Call and then, me. I'll tell you what they eat. I <laughs> eat them, and I can tell you what they eat. <laughs> what? Oh, that's right. You're the crab feast. They're the fucking. What do they eat? Because he got a sand crab. They're scavengers. Today. Oh, you want a sand crab? No, no. I'm sorry, sorry. No, no. It's a legit crab. But it's just tiny. So I thought it was, but it's hermit like, crab. You mean? Found it the on shell? a fucking rock this morning. Yeah. No, no. The ones that live on the rocks in the Pacific Ocean. It's a crab. It's not a big one. It's a little one. Oh. I mean, they, crabs I, are scavengers. They'll eat anything. Dead fish, all that shit. Well, we gave him Lucky Charms. That'll work. It'll work. It'll work. Trust me. The marshmallows. It'll work. It'll Make get soggy strong. in the water. It'll work. It'll <laughs> give that little fucking crab be all juiced up when you guys get a sugar. <laughs> yeah. <crab> like, <laughs> yeah. And I also, like, we were talking before we got on mic about, like, um, I've been sleeping with our three-year-old. He sneaks into the bed, like, every night and i was such a strict sleep trainer in the very beginning with the babies and ellis was fine with it he was like later i don't want to sleep with you fuckers anyway but julian's temperament's different and he wants the comfort of mommy and daddy and and i'm like yeah why am i forcing this like unless it's ruining my marriage which it's not and he's not always in there or whatever it's not a hindrance like okay what, what big fucking deal the kid sleeps with us uh, every and he gets comfort. He's not going to do it when he's 14. There's only a, there's a short window on this kind of shit. And then it goes away. Yeah. You lose that. His uh, little feet are pudgy still. He's still got baby fat, little ham feet. He's going to lose that shit yeah, in a year. It's gone. And it's already, my daughter's seven and it feels like 10 seconds. Every <sighs> parent will tell you that. Um, that's what they say. If you want to know, if you really want to know the true passing of time, have a child. And that yeah. has been the truest shit. That's but my true. daughter sleeps with me. We were... We we split when she was, mm, yeah, just one, 
and we did sleep train. And then when we got to a different place, she was like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. And then she would say, dad, dad. And they're like, once they're too old to say your name. And I was like, I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to force this kid to do that twice. So my daughter sleeps with me. And I was telling you, like, I do worry about coddling my kid because I know what the world is like. And having no parents after 16, it's like, I don't know if I'd have been super coddled. I don't know that I'd be the same person, you know, so. I have to be conscious of not overdoing it, but man, I just, I fucking love being a dad. <laughs> I love it. It's great. I love it. Yeah. You know, I well, love that we mean? have a dog. I loved it. You know, she has, you know, stuff to come over to toys, clothes. Like my daughter not to worry about that. All my socks had holes in them. <laughs> I was humiliated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was embarrassing to me because a lot of parents were like, take your shoes off. And I'm like, I don't even have a heel in this motherfucking sock. You know what I mean? It's just toe covers. You know, I would wear two pairs that both had holes in it, but it would have a hole in a different spot. So that way my whole foot was covered. But you could definitely see some glaring weaknesses in my, Such my sock neglect. game. I didn't even have socks. I would wear my dad's. <laughs> I'm gonna stop complaining. No, I mean, I mean, like they they never bought me girl socks. I would just. I would borrow my dad's because I enjoyed them, I think. Yeah. And then they just stopped buying me girl socks. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm wearing... And to this day, oh, no shit. I'm wearing my husband's fucking socks. Are you? Yeah, white ankle socks. Which I, I don't ever have a pair of socks with holes in them. That was something no. small that I promised myself, like, you're never going to fucking have no. socks with holes. So I always go buy new socks. You know, I don't think the cot... Like, she's still only seven, my God. And I think with girls, to know that your father really cares about you and like that that relationship is what's gonna set her up she tells me a lot she tells me when the kids cuss she'll tell me all kinds of shit so yeah. i like that i have that relationship that she'll tell me she'll tell yeah. me stuff you know you're she'll her like, protector i didn't have a great day today i'm like you want to talk about it she's like not yet and then later <laughs> she's like this one kid hit me with a water balloon and I was like, did you hit him back? She's like, yeah, but he got me first. I'm like, did you get him back? Get him twice. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. But she tells me all kinds of things. And I, I like it. You know, I can't. I sit there and say, go to sleep. And then she'll make me laugh. And I just yeah. start fucking laughing. And I'm like, stop. It's 10 o'clock. I know. You it's know so late. I mean? It's 10 o'clock. Go to no. fucking bed. All right, Dad. And then she'll want to tell me some more shit. And I want to hear it. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm not cute. tired. I mean, I'm always tired, but I'm not ready to go to bed at 10 all the time. And then other nights I lay there and I wake up at three in the morning like, oh, like, where the fuck at? What day is it? And I'm like, oh, my God, I fell asleep at 10 o'clock. Man, I, I love it, though. I love being a dad. I love like I also like that my daughter gets to see our world like dad's friends are way different than mom's friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, the people in our world. The comedy dude. store comic. She's at the studio and sees these people come in. So, dude, they call my kids call Bert Kreischer fat sticks. <laughs> he, he comes over and they're like, "Here's fat sticks, fat sticks, fat sticks." Fat sticks. Like, they're Duncan Trussell just moved to Austin. Now Duncan Trussell's over at my house with his kids. It's like it's gonna be. I think it's great that they see comedians. I think comedians are the coolest. Mm -hmm. The yeah. fucking coolest. I'm telling you, they ain't seeing these people at the brunches on Sunday with mom. No. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, but they know that mom is off, and yeah. they, that dad. They know that what. I can't wait till she sees my name on the comedy store. Oh. I'm gonna have her ride by and see that. It's so funny. I, I've thought about that too. Like, all of it is perspective over the years. When I was young, I wanted to have my name on there just to have it on there because yeah. I wanted you to be one of the greats, and I wanted everybody to see it. And now. I just only I don't give a shit. I I just want my daughter to see that shit. You know, know what I mean? Go take your fucking friends, but that's my dad up there. They don't and they don't care. That's the weird thing. No. Sorry. I don't They don't. Oh, she might. I don't know. But no. my sons the other day I was like, let's see how mommy looks on Netflix. Like I didn't see I haven't seen it up on the server. And I was like, I just gotta see what I look okay, all right? And they're like, Oh mom, we wanna watch this cartoon. Come on. And I was like, I'm on Netflix. <laughs> this is fucking major. Yeah. This is major, dude. Yeah. And they're just like, whatever, don't care. The other we were watching my husband on Colbert, and he was telling a story about our children. And he's like, This is about you. And they were like, La 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 la, don't care, don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They, they just want your know. attention. They shouldn't. Yeah. That's not where they're focused. But I know is what you're saying. And at one point Stella will go. That is fucking crazy yeah. that my dad beat out. I mean, when you think about the attrition rate in our business, like how many people we started together, but like so many people just disappeared and died. 
Yeah. A lot of people have died since we started. I know. A lot. I think about that too. Coming back here, it makes me so sad mm -hmm. to think of all the losses we've had in the, the comedy world. It's just terrible. <sighs> I know. We're still here. We're still here. Uh, thank God. Every time I drive by, um, my path to the comedy store takes me down Sunset. And every time I drive by your old, uh, it was the Cat Club, I think it yeah. was. That's where I, I met my husband. Now, yeah, that's where yeah. Tommy and I, I met. Know, isn't that crazy? I remember those shows, the Saturday night shows, mm -hmm. the Bringer. Every time I drive by there, I think of that. I can't. Yeah. I usually have to stop at the light right there. It's right next to the fucking whiskey. It's not still there though, right? No, it's something else. But the yeah. building's still there, and it yeah. looks the same and shit. I'm like, that's the old motherfucking Cat Club. There. That place, I would get so nervous. Like, I, legit, like Saturday morning, I would start to shit. And then I would shit all fucking day. And then like by the time I made it to the cat club, like just shaking. And then just like by the time I saw you fools, I pretend like I was cool. You know, I'm like, oh, what's up? You man? always played it very well. But you did always get away pretty quick too. You're like, I'm going to go over here and shit myself. You ran great rooms. Tangier and cat fun. club. You ran, the, you ran two of fun. the best ever. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Tangier was really fun. That was my spot. Looking back because it was you, full charge, Mike Hollingsworth, obviously tom segura this is this is another one so tommy was so fucking funny early on he didn't i feel like my husband never went through the painful like uh, really figuring thing like he he started at like here and then we were all like how the fuck is segura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so good yeah and i would have him close out my shows at tangier and that that place doesn't exist it's in los Feliz. it's mm -hmm. no longer there on uh was it on hillhurst that was a fun fun place we drank a lot it was like a thursday night or a wednesday night show that was a good time. That was a good one. Yeah. It's well it's wild because you're right. Like time just it changes. The older you get, you're like, oh my gosh, that was so long ago, but not really. Not that long. I mean, it's long. It's twenty some years ago. But also, you know, you just get started. You don't think about agents and managers and this and that at first. You just gotta get good at first. Yeah. And that takes a long time. That's terrible. <laughs> but that's the part i enjoyed like i think the there's a crisis of uh capitalism that's happening now where people are realizing they don't like to work i get it neither did we <laughs> i never did either none of us <laughs> did. did that's why we're doing this but, yeah. but you had there there's this mass awakening of people going oh wait a minute why am i making widgets I don't want to be a widget maker for this guy who's right. a multi-billionaire. This doesn't give a fuck about me and it'll replace me tomorrow if I leave. Yeah, you I know? make this much, but that mm -hmm. guy makes this much. Why am I here? And you're like, oh, now it's happening in mass, and we're having a real fucking crisis. And I'm like, go be a comedian. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 that's why. Or a flight attendant, please. I'm tired of my goddamn <laughs> flights getting canceled because there's not enough of you. We're in a hotel. There. The room service is appalling. <laughs> They're not paying people enough. They're fucking... No, they never I've have. I've been on so many flights where they're like, got to have three people in this or whatever, and we just don't have them. I'm like, well, then fucking pay them better. Yeah, if you guys you make enough. If you people, they would fly. But also, I don't blame them. You're on a tube. I know. You know, same thing with Uber and Lyft. They jacked all their fucking rates because people went from delivering people to food. Well, of course you would during a pandemic. I'd rather drive yeah. food around than some dirty motherfucker that probably sick. has... COVID in my yeah, seat. Yeah. yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Fuck. But you know what, though? Like, I remember being like, because I, I had so many shitty jobs that I was like, dude, I would rather fucking be a broke comic and figure this shit out and spend the next 20 years trying to be a comedian than go push widgets. Then build these above ground pools, <laughs> which I did. So the, the suffering of capitalism makes you go, oh, no, I'm going to do this my way. I can't beat the system. You're not going to reinvent rules. Nope. But maybe you can work around them so that you're not But all miserable. of us are able to do what the rich have done to be successful, and that's do things like set up an S-corp for yourself. Yes. And then you can legally write off all your fucking shit, <laughs> and you're taxed at a different rate. And it and that's how people like that get rich. And you don't even know. I didn't know any of I that. I didn't know. That's so funny you mentioned that stuff. So rich people, they do. They know that, too. So They, they know the law. They know the law. Because they made it. <laughs> they made it that's yeah. right and so then you start to go oh that's how they do oh it's a it's on a level that you don't even yeah. fucking don't see. be paid as christina p be paid as corporation where my mom's at yeah. productions or whatever s corp and then you're a company and then everything runs through the company and then that company is taxed at a different different rate, rate. 
Right. And you pay quarterly taxes. And you always think, just give me cash. Give me no. Don't do cash. Don't I told Annie that. You know, I set Annie <laughs> up. I took care of him and I Good. go, listen, I know you want cash. You think cash is king, and so did I for the longest time. But I'm telling you. You don't want it. Annie is paying more money in the end than your company will pay in the end. Even though you don't when the math gets done at the end. The person pays way more in taxes than the business pays. Yes, personal income tax. You don't even fucking know that shit. You well, got to learn that that's shit. That's like anybody listening, if you are an Etsy creator, if you have a small business and you're earning, I don't know what the, the, the amount is, but I remember when Tom and I were doing your mom's house out of Redondo. By that time, we were like, oh, we should file an S-Corp. Mm-hmm. And the S-Corp, even if it's an LLC. Oh, even sorry, if LLC. Either yeah. of them. Yep. I don't, S-Corp might be a little more money, I'm not sure, but either of them, protect yourself. Yes, protect because yourself. what happens is the, the IRS, when you start to earn a little bit more as an independent, like let's say you're running a small business out of your home or whatever, and the IRS goes, well, they're making a lot of money. on What are you guys doing? And then you're, you're, you're doing this mom and pop thing out of your personal income tax or personal business, the IRS will fuck you basically. Cause they're like, no, you need to be filing as a corporation. You guys are a business entity. And then you pay yourself out of the business en- entity, yeah. a salary and, and then I'll, you're taxed on the salary. Bah, bah, bah. Educate yourself. I'll give you a great example. Educate. I had a writing gig. I was writing and producing for a network. So I'm, what is that? A W-2? A W-2 or a 1099. Right. But no, I was, I was employee. So I'm W-2, but oh. I still would go and do stand up. And my Ugh. podcast, so all that's 1099. And then once the government sees a W-2 employee going, well, wait, this guy's got yeah. a salary. How is he 1099ing? Let's look into that. And then not that. look into Walmart, not look into the fucking NFL. <laughs> Let's look into Ryan Sickler's fucking measly little check. And for three years, they audited me. And the Ugh. last year, they got nothing and told me I still need to pay a penalty. And the second year, I mean, all in for the three years, I promise you, they maybe got two grand. There were a few receipts I didn't have for my flights and shit like that. Three years, they're coming at me for paying an extra two grand. And most of it was penalties. Mm-hmm. And they don't go after companies like Walmart and, you know, these well, nonprofit organizations no, like the NFL. There's a joke. NFL, nonprofits. I feel like they used to be not for profit organizations. I think the biggest scam ever are is is the church. I mean, you look at these these Joel Osteen. (laughs) Amen. This Joel Osteen uh, isn't paying a fucking dime, and you're like, how is that? And for the longest time, you could be you could make yourself a reverend and start your own church, and then the church is absolute. (laughs) But they don't do that anymore. Oh, so the people like that were doing it. They're like, well. Wait, you're not really a church. You're not really a religion, but you're abusing power. And we talked about it. That little dog I have is Ugh. power. That's Ugh. that's what real like. That's we, true. Elon Musk, great. The billionaires <laughs> on it, great. Do you have enough money and power to create an animal to warm your pussy? <laughs> you don't. No one on this planet does today. That's royalty. That animal was created by taking yeah. two other animals. Yes. To sit on someone's lap. In cold castles yes. and cold carriage rides. Yeah. Get the, a pussy warmer. A pussy warmer. A lot of small dogs were bred for that. Pussy warmer. But the, but, but the Cavalier, the Spaniels are also hunting dogs, no? They, yeah, yeah so they're smart. Dog. But yeah, and pugs too. These th- Mostly the useless breeds are just for entertainment. But see, that's the pugs and stuff. I believe they I come that. from China and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so royalty. That's what I'm saying. We're over here like shooting guns in the air and they're, <laughs> they're making animals. You know what I'm saying? You see the difference in years on the planet? I know they're creating an animal to it's warm so their true. pussy, and we're like, "Hold my beer!" That's where we are we're as a fucking, country. What's that? We're Ricky Bobby. I don't know who. Are, what's that fucking eastbound and down guy? We're that yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, I know it's true because even when I, I mean, I haven't traveled to Europe in years, but when you go back, we go to Europe, and you're just like, "God, we're savages." Like I see other Americans, and I'm so fucking like. Look, when I'm here, I'm I'm trash. Like I get it, but I, I pretend like I'm civilized when I go back to Hungary or like. You know, or go to UK or something. pretend like I don't. I wanna... have friends who have Canadian and U.S. citizenship, yeah. and they tell me that they travel with their Canadian around yeah. the world because yeah, they yeah, treat yeah. us like shit because yeah. we treat everybody else like shit. Apparently, yeah, we get a bad rap. Rap or rep? Is it a bad rep or a bad rap? I think it's rap. Look that up, please. But a rep would make sense because it's a bad reputation. But I feel like the reputation already exists. Bad rap. Rap sheet. Oh. Did he look it up? I don't he's know. He's got rap. He's day. got rap with a W. Yeah, hey guys, it's just me in here right now. Hold oh, on. it's just oh, Nadav in there. Oh God, here we go. Excuses, excuses. A bad rap, rap. 
No, a bad wrap is an unappetizing <laughs> sandwich made of fillings wrapped in a tortilla. No. <laughs> That's a bad wrap. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> there it is right there. <coughs> R-A-P. <also> is it <coughs> bad wrap? Yeah. Yeah, so R-A-P is the only correct version. R-A-P. Got it. Oh, it is the only correct version. Just kidding. What? You can't hear me in there. <clears throat> I can. You can. I can hear you. I can hear you. <sighs> a grammarist. That, that, that doesn't sound like it's right either. I used to be so much smarter, and then um, I had kids, and I feel like my brain is just, I don't have, I don't have the bandwidth. And Tom will be like, why don't you remember that? Why don't you I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking, I can't. I've been putting people's shoes on. I've been wiping people's I think kids and COVID. (sighs) Yeah. Has wiped part of my memory out for sure. (laughs) I forget shit. You know what I do more now? Actually, I never did it before I had a kid. It was new. It was put stuff on top of my car. I'm carrying (laughs) so much shit. I'll put a drink or whatever. I'll throw it in. I can't tell you. Yeah. How many times I'm driving, I hear boom, 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 and I'm like, damn, that thing was up there for a mile. You know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised how long you're they imp- hold on. You're yeah. impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never mad. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, that one was up there for a minute. Man, I'm like, Stella, did you see that? We hit three potholes and everything. That iced tea just fell off. <laughs> I swear. I'm like that with my kids, too. I do I'll it be all like, the time. I'll be like, Jesus Christ. I always point out that shit. Yeah. I was up there for a while, man. <laughs> I think it's good to teach them how to be funny. Like yeah. That. Oh man. Yeah, it's so she, my daughter is funny as fuck. She yeah. really is. She clowns. Yeah. She pranks me all the time. And yeah. the other night she did this thing. It's this book with this pigeon in it. And and uh, which one? The pigeon. Don't let the pigeon ride the bus. Don't let the pigeon. It is stay one of up the late. Pigeons. I'm yeah. a huge fan of. And you Mo know Willems. the side eye. Has the I know. So at the very back of the book, there's these two pages, and all the characters are in it. At, at like, and she'll be. Like, and I can't see shit anymore with my glasses <laughs> off. And she'll go, point to the owl with the glasses. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Point to this, the raccoon, whatever. And then she goes, point to the raccoon with the big side eye. And I go, this one. She goes, no, that one has two eyes. There's one on these two pages that has a side eye. Christina, <laughs> I looked for five motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, I'm starting no. to get annoyed. I'm like, where? I go, is it on these two pages? She's like, yes. And she's dying laughing. I put my glasses on. And as soon as I go to look, she goes, there isn't one. You got pranked in my face. <laughs> Listen, I started, it's 10 o'clock at night, okay? I started laughing so fucking hard. I was like, man, you got me good. I'm over there Fuck. looking forever. And then she's pissing herself, just dying laughing. <sighs> like, it's the funniest fucking thing to her to get me. She fucks with me all the time. I live for that. All the time. I live for that stuff. And all even like um, Julian. He says he's been saying fucking darn it, fucking darn it all the time. <laughs> and like, I try not to laugh, but it's so funny here. A three year old be like, fucking, yeah. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I, I go, guess. listen, you can say that here, but if you say that out in the world, that's a whole different story. You say that at school, you're going to get in trouble. That's the lesson my dad taught us. Yeah. We went to see Stand By Me with him in the theater. <sighs> Great. I showed my kids the Barfarama scene. Yeah. That was like our first, like, Okay, I, I, it's so funny. These were all my grandma was involved. So we went with my grandma to see Stand By Me and my dad. And, and it's fuck this, fuck that. They're going to see a dead body. You know what I mean? And But we're the age of the kids at the yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. And um, my grandma's like, kids don't talk like this. And my dad's like, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and he told us like, and then I remember on HBO, we had HBO yeah, one night and we put the TV on and Porky's came on. Oh, that's a whole other level. Oh, it's man. varsity. And that was at home. And my grandmother's like, what is this? And my dad's dying. He's like, turn that, turn that. It that was definitely too young for some pork. Yeah. But if you Porky's remember back off. then, um, you're a latchkey kid. And guess yeah. what? They only had like five movies back then. They ran Porky's like a motherfucker. We watched the shit out of them. Same. I ever fucking memorized Porky. Revenge of the <laughs> Nerds. It's in a hole in that movie. Of course. <laughs> I've watched all of that. And I can mem- I have it memorized. Yeah. Porky's That's what great. formed my identity are these stupid fucking movies. But also they show you the big fucking redneck sheriff and the abuse of power. Like you're seeing yeah. all that shit go back play on that. Comedy. Yeah. Comedy's so, comedy, yeah. yeah. So um Porky's. But I remember my dad saying, like, look, I know you guys talk like that. <laughs> Porky's. But you better there was a two. That's how well it did. <laughs> you guys better not say it in front of teachers or other parents. That's it. That's that the was rule. it. Say it to your friends. 
around your friends. And that's what I told Stella. Because she'll tell me there's a cuss word in this song, Dad. I'm like, all right, were well, you going to go around saying it? She's like, no. I'm like, all right, then that's fine. Yeah. What am I going to do? Every song has a cuss word in it now. Well, oh, my God. So we're, we're staying in a rental house, and my husband set up the Sonos. And I turn on the music yesterday, and it's like, bitch, you pussy wet, <laughs> motherfucking <laughs> yeah. shit, N-word. Bop, and I was like, that pussy, pop, pop. That's my two live crew, like, kids. I'm sorry. I do listen to that. <laughs> I was like, babe, can you change this? This is a little aggressive for the children. They don't need to hear this one. Our fucking parents did not listen to Luke Skywalker to two live. Crew. That was not you know about. Yeah, that no. was Supreme Court all the way to the top <laughs> in one. Banned in the USA. You remember talk they about, went all the way in oh, one. Oh, and talk about great marketing and to talk pop about that pussy. That was a good jam. I like two live crew. They're still they were great. Yeah, pop that pussy. Luke. Uncle, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right i gotta go i love you so much thank you for being here Ryan. i love you too you're thank the greatest you for having me. listen uh to the honeydew subscribe to what the else? honeydew follow me on all social media at ryan sickler i'm out on tour right now all over the place all tickets are available on my website at ryan sickler.com and uh so proud of you buddy I love you. thank you you're for killing everything. it you're just killing the game homie you're you the best. are i see you all over Netflix. i see you i see you i see you you see me we see each other that's groovy Good to see you. Oh, yeah. All right. I love you. Until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at?